right, all right, all right. Welcome to Tater Talk, bringing you all of the crispiest business. Sizzle, 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 sizzle. From right here in the currently Everglades on Fired, sunny South Florida, recorded in Tate's Comics. Woo. Woo. <laughs> I am the bag under the sink that gets to hold all the other bags, Anthony. You would hold all the other bags, Anthony. Being superior. My name's Brian. I'm the paper bag. I'm recyclable. And I'm the recycle bin. No, I'm the trash bin. I'm the trash bin. I'm dead. <laughs> well, Jen downgraded herself no. very quickly. Right, I, no. thought of, I thought of another one. I'm the most beautiful thing you've ever seen, Brian. That is the worst bag. <laughs> that is the bag that gets to be lit on bag. fire, even though it's bad for the environment. <laughs> for a second, I thought you were going to say bouillabaisse. Oh, yeah. And right. I was like, how is bouillabaisse going to come into this? Ooh. No. No, that's just me not being able to talk like normal. This is a weird start to this one. <laughs> I do hate that bag. And I love that movie, but I hate that. It's the most beautiful thing in the world. No, it's not. No, it's, it's a not. It's a paper bag. It's so dope. No, it's a plastic bag. It's a plastic bag. bag. Oh, plastic stupid bag. Sorry, plastic bag. Yeah. Floating in the wind around in a little cycle of wind. It's so You've stupid. You've obviously never had one I, get stuck on your face when it blows at you. Jen's just idiots. looking back and forth. She doesn't know what we're talking about. No. You've never, um, seen, American you've never seen American Beauty? No. You know what? You're not missing uh, much. You're not missing much. Especially now that, that we... With, uh, it's yes. visually very good, but like there's this whole stupid thing where like... Is it the one that's like kind of... Well, I guess the term is Lolita. Oh, not kind of. Not kind of. No, it is. She is a high school cheerleader. He is Kevin Spacey. Well, uh, it's, yeah, the only way that it's no. not more realistic is she's not a boy. Yeah. Yeah. But it's got, this, <laughs> it's got this dumb thing that's got the guy who played the game maker in Hunger Games. He's okay. like, I take videos of things. And it's like, he goes, do you want to see the most beautiful thing I've ever filmed? She's like, yeah. Thora Birch is like, yeah. And then like, it's a bag. It's a bag blowing in a the wind. A plastic thank you bag. Blowing in the wind. Just, just you know, cycling. And then in he the gives wind. a, a whole speech cycle. as to why it's so beautiful. There's actually like a whole, it's like, you're stupid. But you can see Thora Birch's boobs. So there you go. Which are not great boobs. They're not great. They well, weren't great. I didn't so, want to see them. It nah. wasn't my thing. No, yeah. me neither, because at the time she was still Danny from Hocus Pocus yep, to me. Same. Oh, yeah. Oh. And now hearing about all the behind the scenes stuff of why she doesn't have a career, it's super weird. Oh, no. <laughs> her dad was like hyper all about her. So, like, he insisted on being there for all oh, her yeah, nude right. scenes. And he oh. had to be present for all her sex scenes. And he would, like, he apparently fought a writer, one, like, physically hit a writer because he just didn't like the scene that was written for his daughter. So, oh. at some point, Hollywood's like, she's no. a good actress, but. It ain't worth it. You're not worth it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anna Paquin. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. <laughs> and she has way better boobs. Okay. I don't know about yeah, way. You know, I don't know. Anna Paquin's boobs are way better than Thora Birch's. Remember, Thora Birch's had like... I, don't know. I still want to go with way. I, I would go know. with just better. I was surprised how good they looked in, in, in True Blood. <laughs> you know, depending on the season, yes. I'll there were no that. Christina Ricci and Black Snake Moan, but... Oh, nothing is. No. Nothing is. <laughs> you know, that was a surprise, too. It was. That was a surprise. Who knew? <laughs> wow, it's gone really weird. All right, let's go <laughs> to what we've read now. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Not so much up. Nah, well, Moving on over. <laughs> Sideways. <laughs> to the lateral side. <laughs> to that other side. Uh, so let's uh, let's go with what we've read this week. Uh, Jen, considering you are literally red from your yeah. sunburn, uh, what have you read this week besides yourself? If you go outside one time. <laughs> the best part is no one had to know that because this isn't visual, but Ryan yeah. made sure they know it. Yep. Yeah, I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, after last week's podcast, I picked up the first volume of The Boys, and it was really great. I right. love it. Told you. <laughs> it is super violent, so... 
you know, if you don't like that sort of thing, maybe keep a heads up. It definitely doesn't shy away from like graphic topic matter. No, it's definitely a Garth Ennis book. Yeah. The back of the book is literally somebody coughing blood out of their nose and mouth as their head is being crushed. By a foot. Well, but it's, it's not crossed, but it's, you know. No. Oh, no. It's, it's pretty it's not. No, it is no. not crossed. But then again, crossed is like the thing you put at the 10 on a violent scale. <laughs> well, you know what it is, boys? Is it's, it's, it's violence. With a I reason. Mean, I feel like it's what would logically happen if superpowers existed in our society. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited to see where it goes, but for the first volume, they definitely, you know, I think I've touched a couple times on like how I'm not a huge fan of how it always takes us five to seven issues to get a mm-hmm. team together. Mm-hmm. And I think they kind of do that in this volume, but it doesn't bother me. Yeah. Because um, each, I mean, it, to be fair, I think it's only like three episodes or three volume or oh gosh, issues. issues. This is a comic book. They're issues until um, they're all together. And, but each one of them, does so much legwork to get the world settled that it doesn't even like register. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I think that's what you're. And the main character, yeah. you, it's always like you, you're learning about him, and that yeah. he's definitely. Oh man, yeah, I'm excited and. Carl oh. Urban. <laughs> oh, is he going to be Carl Urban? Yeah. Well. Oh. The main. Yeah. Yeah. Carl Urban. Well, Carl Urban's Butcher Baker. Yeah. And then I forget who the guy who's not Simon Pegg is, who his real name, his actor's name is. But yeah, it is very realistic about when you think like, oh, these are normal people who got superpowers. Like, there's no idealism there. And if it is, it's purely (laughs) a facade for all of us normal (laughs) folks so that we don't freak out and try to kill them all. Yeah, Yeah, a thousand percent. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. Did you not mind that it took three issues to kind of get the team together or however many issues because it's also setting up a brand new world you don't know versus if yeah. it takes 10 issues to get the Teen Titans together? Well, I already know the world of DC Comics. Do you think uh-huh. maybe that was why it didn't bother you so much? I think so. I think, you know, it's I think uh, last week I read um, Jughead Time Cop and I was annoyed mm-hmm. that he wasn't a cop at the end of or didn't have barely anything to do yeah. with like yeah. the Time Cop part of it until uh-huh. the end of the or the first issue. He's probably not going to be a cop for another two I, issues <laughs> um yeah because i know jughead i know archie and veronica and i know like all that and if the drag of it even you, you with like, established yeah even with yeah. exile like the newest exiles run mm-hmm. like it's, it's exiles everything's yeah. supposed to be crazy sometimes you I don't got it. need yeah, like, like i get it i get it just do yeah, the team yeah like because they spent so much time separating this world from our world and explaining like hey this isn't Marvel, this isn't DC, this isn't, you know, yeah. anything like that, what you've seen, this shit's fucked up, that I think definitely did help me kind of not lose or get annoyed Yeah, yeah. a couple issues in. Understandable. And it's also advancing as well. So yeah. it's not like you're just stagnant. Going no, absolutely nowhere. not. Everything, <laughs> like, even the parts that feel like should be stagnant, like you'd think like there's a, a period where they're doing... Um, Recon mm, on a yeah. group of superheroes. You would think, like, if they got too deep in the nitty gritty of we're stalking these kids, like, <laughs> yeah. but then they move it into a side plot, which is like very important and actually sets up a lot for the future. Okay. Um. So it it doesn't lag. Gotcha. And it's so not you, like now we got to go and get it and you know and mm-hmm. he collects three people in like an issue. Okay? Yeah. He gets um the Frenchman, the uh, mother's milk, and the female all at once. And we've already been introduced to uh, not Simon Pegg. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't remember his name, but it's it looks like Simon Pegg. I totally get it now because he looks. Yeah. Yeah. Although he will be in the show. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad because 
he wrote the foreword. I didn't mm-hmm. read it, but yeah. he was. <laughs> so you're gonna be so you're gonna be picking up the uh, the rest of them is what you're saying. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's so good. It is. It it's is so yeah. good. It's like. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. So if you haven't read it, I Second recommend man. reading it. I'm actually way more excited to see the Amazon series now that I know like really what it is. Yeah, I'm a little nervous. Amazon won't go there. Go there because there's like there's a lot of yeah rape and like mentions of crazy things that I I'm curious if they'll go there with the female because she has a lot of because she's feral she has a lot of messed up moments in that series and i'm okay. curious if they'll let butcher baker go to his full fruition of what he become is yeah, yeah. I, I mean i'm not there either so oh. but <laughs> <laughs> i mean well even in the when you see him in this it's like wow I, I don't know if that character gets to be on tv even even amazon yeah, yeah like well his i mean his first scene when you introduce him yep he's like a conversation and he winds up having sex with a married lady yeah in her office you know Why like not? you do yeah of As course as most people it do, kinda you know. Sets the tone. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm sorry. I could I could really yeah, yeah, talk yeah. about this for the next hour. Um, <laughs> we'll get to it. We'll get, especially once the series comes out, we'll yeah. get to it. Uh, we'll have to check in with you here and there. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, how about you, Anthony? What'd you read? Uh, I read the next issue, the current ish- issue of Daredevil. Okay. Um, which was kind of really cool. The previous issue was a cool thing because Matt's been like, I think I already talked about this on the show, but Matt's been kind of going overboard, and Spider Man was like, hey. You're done being a hero. Like, instantly, you're no longer a hero. I told all the street level heroes that they see you to report to me, and if I see you, I'm going to take you out, like, physically make it so you can no longer be a hero. Matt Matt has it coming. Okay. And for Peter to show up and be, so this issue, um, it sees Kingpin actually kind of deciding to become the, like, he already is the mayor of New York, but deciding, I'm going to actually be the mayor. Okay. Um, he. Because Matt's quit being Daredevil, Kingpin's like, oh, the game's kind of not fun anymore. I'm done. So there's no point in me being a villain anymore. Like, because he, he's like, I want to get this up years ago. And the only thing that kind of kept me going was the sort of the game with Daredevil, the, the sort of cat and mouse of trying to defeat him. He's like, now that he's done it, I think I'm just going to shutter my villain emp- enterprise and kind of just be a mayor. Um, and he gets all of the, um, like, like, Owlman, like the, the Tinker and all them together. And he says, like, listen, I'm not going to tell you you guys can't do what you're doing. Like, I'm not going to tell you not to. He goes, I, I know that if I tell you guys don't run drugs or don't don't run, you know, sex operations or don't run guns, you're just going to find a way to do it. And if I tell you not to do it, you're going to do it bigger and worse. That's what I did. Mm-hmm. He's like, so instead, keep it below tolerable levels so I don't have to get the police involved. And I will just keep that, like, keep, it, keep the crime manageable. Okay. So it's nothing but petty stuff. And then you can do what you want. Um, but I'm done. I'm no longer the kingpin. I'm done. And then it, the end issue kind of sees Matt deciding maybe I need to stop being Daredevil like for really doing it. And he actually is now just sitting in his apartment using his super hearing to hear crimes and call in hot tips to the police. Say, hey, it's at this corner, this corner. This is what's happening. Click. Hey. So it's kind of cool. I don't know how long Wilson Fisk is going to stay on the up and up. But for right now, he actually is like, it was very much like how Luke Cage ended where Luke's like, oh, all the crime's got to come through me. I can control it. Very much like that, but like it means more with Kingpin versus Luke Cage season two ruined Luke Cage season two and one for me at end. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was pretty interesting. It was really good. Nice, nice. Yeah, I remember you talking about that last time or the, the yeah. last issue. And I was like, oh, that's that's an interesting thing to to have to do to to Daredevil, who's been around since the '60s. Exactly. And for <laughs> all people, for it to be Peter, who for a long time Matt was Peter's mentor so for all people have have to be spider-man goes hey 
Now I have to come in and stop you. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was really cool. And now seeing the fruition of that, like Kingpin, like, oh, it's not, this isn't fun anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, I liked having you as my adversary and I don't have you. Mm-hmm. Boo. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I guess he doesn't care about Spider-Man, even though, you know, Spider-Man, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> Spider-Man was also a pretty big villain for him, but whatever. Nah, that doesn't matter. This is this is the Daredevil's comic yes. series. <laughs> uh, how about you, Joe? What did you read? Uh, Jen chose for me off the wall Lumberjanes number 63, I believe. Jeez, mm-hmm. that's already up to 63. Yeah, I know, right? I was like, wow, that's a lot of Lumberjanes. Remember when that first pr- premiered? So do I. It was so long ago, <laughs> I don't remember what I read. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like brand new, yet again, every week. This is fantastic. So, <laughs> So ultimately, um, uh, how to explain this? There's snow, a lot of snow, and a bunch of really cutely drawn characters, all sorts of different shapes, sizes, everything. Fantastic. And a giant turkey flies out of the sky and jumps on one of them, and they're like, oh no, get the dinosaur off the person, they're going to die. And they're like, oh, what am I going to do? How do I get the person? Like eight panels go by, and this person's being mauled. By a giant turkey. And so I'm like, wow, this series is like way different than what I remember. Then they cut back to it and that person's not being mauled. They're being licked and they're being hugged and they're being cuddled and they're being like wrestled with. Like you apparently, do. Like, you know, as giant turkey raptors do because apparently it's a dinosaur. Um, yeah. Uh, you, 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 go figure, right? Okay. So uh, dinosaur thing and person Jonesy, that's the person's name. Or the raptor's name. You know, it doesn't matter. Jonesy, they will now be one unit we will be talking about. Because they don't leave each other's side the whole time. Apparently that was a dinosaur that went back to its own dimension. But it was owned by that girl or guy named Jonesy. And very androgynous. I don't know. But what the hell's going on with Lumberjanes? I, Lumberjanes I, is real yo, different. Yo, this series is, is like paper girls minus the F word. I don't know what's happening here. <laughs> So, so anywho, they're like in this snowstorm and it's like, like to me, it was like when the Huns were about to attack the people and in, in, from in Mulan, like that's the snowstorm that's going on here. <laughs> so <laughs> snowstorm is going on and they're like, oh, we got to get around all the snow and get to like some other area. How did the dinosaur get back over here? He's from another dimension and he went back to his dimension, but I guess he really loved Jonesy. So he came back for him, her, whatever. And so here we are. They're now parading around in the snow trying to walk through a blizzard and then some bright idiot decides I'm going to tie a rope around the dinosaur's neck and the dinosaur's going to run us through on a giant sled where they get the sled don't know doesn't really matter I guess right they lumberjaned it <laughs> they lumberjaned yeah. it it really was like watching that part of Mulan it really really was so it, everything is dark everything is snowy and the dinosaur doesn't really do a good job making it so they don't fall off a cliff <laughs> momentum hell of a thing yeah. so they go off this cliff and then like the, the jonesy person's like oh no no back up back up keep the rope on your neck don't let them die i don't know how they're not dead but they're not dead they pull them back up and they're like okay we're just gonna walk the rest of the way so they're walking through this like pass this cleary uh they see over at the top of this thing it's like wow what a cool area down below it's tons of dinosaurs feathered dinosaurs all over the place down there giant turkeys everywhere and they're all migrating apparently so they're like oh that's really cool let's get jonesy to those things that are migrating because it's all his own kind freaking awesome right no um they are walking through a path like going through this little crevice area and then all of a sudden there's a space station in their way they crashed (laughs) weird looking cute space station and they're like well i guess we gotta find some way to move that space station the end Continued next time. Lumberjanes number 64. On Lumberjanes, my <laughs> You're God. You're welcome. You're all welcome it's, because I am so happy for having read Giant Turkey <laughs> Mauling to Giant Turkey Happiness to Raptors to like weird, I feel like the Huns are about to attack us, Snowstorm, to a space station. Is the space station made out of wood? No, it's just a space station <laughs> that fell out of the sky. What? You don't normally just come across space stations that out fell out of, of the sky? 
I don't know what's happening. Wood? It is the best. So thank you, Jen, as always. You have brought joy to my life You're another welcome. week. Lumberjanes, number 63. Give it a try. Let me know if you felt the same way about it. It was great. I'm sure that I'm sure people who are reading it right now probably have a little bit more of. of, of I hope of a, they don't. I hope. Yeah. They don't. I hope they're that just this is as how lost this as episode just started. <laughs> this issue started, and they're like, "Where'd this blizzard come from? What's that giant turkey? Oh, it's the dinosaur." I hope the only thing they know more than I do is the people's names. <laughs> it's great, Lumberjanes for the win. I may read the next one. Nice. There you go. Very nice. Well, brings us me. Brings us to me. I, I like bring us, the, bringing us to you. Bringing like us that. to yeah. Uh, I read the next issue of Clue Candle Shoe. I mean Stick. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, it's still a fantastic read. Uh, it's still following the tried and true. Oh, you're getting their backstory. They're dead. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how you do it, man. So you got the backstory of one of the dudes who died last issue, and then you got the the backstory of one of the people who died this issue. So it's it's pretty great. Uh, the art's still not that great, but the story more than makes up for it, and it's pretty phenomenal. Like they actually have like little uh, little puzzles inside of the issue that you can do, <laughs> and so then at the end of the issue, it goes, "Hey, uh, find out who killed them next issue, or if you want to, if you want to find out right now, just do all the puzzles from the last two from this issue and the last issue, and you'll know you'll know before the issue comes out." <laughs> So if you do the uh, the puzzles, you'll know who's the who the killer is. That's cute. Because it's only three issues, and that's that's oh, it, that's kind of awesome. Yeah. Is it really a three yep. issue? Book? Three issue, uh, three book? issue uh, little miniseries. Oh, yep. okay. But uh, no, real fun. It's, uh, it's it's pretty great. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so uh, definitely still enjoying it. Looking forward to the next issue. I, get, I hope to find out the the back the backstory of the killer. So that way I know that they also die. <laughs> Do you know who you think the killer is? Yeah. Uh, no, I haven't. I haven't been, I haven't gone back and reread them. So I haven't okay. really paid attention to the details. Uh, I've just been taking it kind of at face value, kind of, you know, trudging along with it. Uh, but it, it does like at one point go, so like you flip the page and you, like you see how, um, how one of this character's uh, wife's died. Like in the past, mm-hmm. and so, and so, like you see your body, and you see three people in, in the thing. It's like in a mechanic area. And you're like, okay, cool. So then you flip the page, and then it goes, hey, uh, without flipping back to the uh, previous, uh. T- you know, to the previous page, uh, the person in the middle was the killer. Uh, what what did he use? What was he wearing? Was his shoelaces untied? What was he, you know, what was what was the pattern of his shirt? That's cool. And so it's yeah. like, you know, what what are you noticing? as you're flipping through it so it really is oh if you really are paying attention this closely you will there are clues in it it's highlights yeah it's exactly what it is that's that that is what i thought of when i saw it and uh and then like you keep on going on and then there's like um like another puzzle that i haven't actually seen before so it was pretty cool to see a new type of puzzle yeah and uh yeah uh looking forward it's awesome that's really cool yeah it's pretty awesome I, I'm definitely not going to do them because I don't want to mark up my comic, <laughs> but I might photocopy it. <laughs> yeah, photocopy it. Yeah. <laughs> photocopy. Because, you mean, uh, Jesus, take a picture with your phone. Yeah, I know. Photocopy. I'm going to go to make some copies. Make a Xerox. Yeah, yeah did you Xerox. get that thing I sent you? Hey, did you get that thing I sent you? <laughs> but if you haven't read Clue Candle Stew, Candle Stew, Candle Shoe, Candle Stick. Candle Nancy, Nancy Clue. Yeah, Nancy Clue. Uh, if you're not reading it, I do recommend reading it. Uh, it is a $5 book, 
I will say, but it is does give you more pages though. So there is some more pages. Too. It gives you activities. Hell, and it gives you activities. <laughs> yeah, You're, again, it's a highlights magazine. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's what I read this week. So good week, everyone. Ish. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think there was a bad read. Just some confusing reads. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm not confused anymore. The more I think about it, I think I know exactly what's happening. All right. All right. Nice. Uh, so now we're on to the news. <laughs> Okay. There's always that weird like. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Especially if it's breaking news. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, let's start with. Wait. Hold on. What? Anyone remember? Anyone remember like the opening to hard copy? Oh. Come on. I think I do. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. I do. Not you, Jen, but hard copy used to be a great show to watch. Hard copy and the Dead Kids one, Unsolved Mysteries. Those I have, two I have watch so many about. questions. I just don't know one. if I want to spend time on it. It was almost always a dead kid. No, you're right. I'm just saying the dead <laughs> kid one. Jesus. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, uh, let's start with the the big one, especially for, for us at a comic book shop. Uh, DC has decided to consolidate almost all of its lines into three main lines. Boo. Uh, no more Vertigo, at least in name. Boo. Yeah. Boo, no, boo, boo, boo. DC Inc. is gone. DC... Yeah, they're uh, sunsetting everything pretty much. Yeah, everything, and it's going to be now DC Kids, which is 12 and under, DC, which is 13 and over, and then DC Black Label, which is 17 and over. Yeah, and then in DC Kids, they're going to have that broken up between DC Young Adult... And DC middle grade. Okay. Within, but they'll still be under DC, DC kids. kids or DC teen. So then there'll be subcategories in that and they'll have black label. And it's, it's just like, why why do that? Like, I am bummed that they're getting rid of the Vertigo. I mean, they haven't published new Vertigo comics in forever except for Wildstorm. Mm-hmm. But like as a person selling comics, a customer knows when they see like, oh, I'm recommending to you House of Mysteries. They know, oh, it's got the vertical label. I know I'm getting something that's not your regular DC fare. I'm getting something offbeat. Exactly. It may be a little bit different. It may mm-hmm. be a little bit unique. Yep. You yeah. know? And they're still going to do those types of stories, but now it's just going to be DC black label. You know? Yeah. And I don't know. I don't I don't necessarily enjoy that aspect of it just because I know what's been coming out for DC black label or what they're trying to push for DC yeah. black label. See. And I just don't see like a why the last man selling as well. If it's under DC black, black label. label, you know, like to me, that's like a certain subsect mm-hmm. type of, you know, thing. And I just, I don't know. There are people who like vertigo comics. They yeah. want vertigo comics. That's not the same people who want to read black label. Yeah. And we have, I mean, you were very much this kind of person when you first came here, Jen, it's like, well, I don't want to read superhero comics. I want to read, other stuff and it's much harder to sell that you know ex machina if it's got the dc logo on it because they instantly see that and go oh batman i'm like yes but no well it doesn't help that the most like notorious black label book is batman Batman. damned yeah yeah Yeah, i don't i don't like it i can i can see what they're doing i don't like it yeah i don't like it i can see what they're doing i i understand why they're doing it i just i'm not a fan at all yeah for me it's just it screams of black label isn't been doing hasn't been doing well and vertigo books are still constantly in print so let's yeah just claim all vertigo profits as black label profits yeah i don't i don't like it it's just like all the all stairs the uh, any of the yeah. more adult type or else worlds the things Earth ones, the yeah. Earth ones yeah. all of them got flipped to black label in the last year and it's just very like but that's not what that yeah. is and then they were like the black label is the most you know top selling profitable initiative we've ever done it's like 
No, not, not really. really. <laughs> you're just you're just counting all the other books that you've already released you're, under Black Label. You're like gerrymandering your own books. Yeah, it, it exactly really does that. feel like that's that's what actually it is. exactly you're just it, Joe. Reallocating where these books. Yeah, you're like yeah, because all of the All Star Superman profits count, mm, but they don't. Yeah, exactly. And and for me, like, is so Fables is a Vertigo book. Is that going to be DC Black Label or is that going to be a, a DC book now? And in reality, it should be Black Label because of the content. But then I can also see them going, oh, but it's not the content. Yeah, the content's not quite 17 and over. But I would, it feels wrong to me to have Fables as a DC book. Agreed. It's just there's so much <laughs> variety in Vertigo, and it's going to be so hard to just go, no, you're one of three things now. Yeah. Because I wouldn't put Fables in Black Label, but I also wouldn't put it regular DC because it's got that weird. I mean, the DC would sell better for it. Yeah, unfortunately, without the Vertigo label or the any of the, a more, the you know a different kind of label, I think the DC label would be where they would have to put that because that's what makes more sense. You'll exactly, sell more yeah. copies pretending it's a DC book as opposed to a more adult or not even no, mm-hmm. but more alternative. Yeah, absolutely. But then now seeing that it's a DC book, normally if you saw a DC label, it's like okay, this is all in the same universe. But now Agreed. it's not. It they need to bring back Elseworlds. Or do yes, you make they've that, needed to do forever. But then that's a separate imprint as well. So which it's then, one yeah. of those. Or, or, <laughs> or are they going to go, oh, Fables is DC Young Adult, which it's not. No. Because there's lots of really questionable you, content. You know, so. they might try to flip into that because think about it. All of the Fables, uh, Fables is a done. You know, the only thing we get now are miniseries. Yeah. And if the that, miniseries of yeah. Cinderella Town or Ferris or yeah. those things. And even then we get those once every three years now. So for them, it's just all folding it into. We don't have to save. It's, it really is going back to what we were talking about with Black Label. You're just folding those profits into the main title, the main company, yeah, as opposed just, to multiple little company areas. It's just going to be weird when we have to order the new printings that have the DC logo. Like, where do you classify certain? Where do you classify House of Mysteries? Yeah. I don't. I think it's just going to be confusing yeah. from a consumer level, especially seeing, oh, this is a DC book. Okay, this doesn't take place in the same universe as Batman. Yeah. This doesn't. This doesn't exist in this now. I mean, take it for what it is. All the continuity doesn't really take place in the same true. universe true. anyway. So. It, I'm not even talking uh, continuity-wise, just world-wise. No, I, I'm, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I basically meant the same thing. I was just yeah, trying yeah, to be more enough. polite about it. Understandable. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to be weird to have like Preacher be a Black Label book mm-hmm. and then potentially also Lucifer. Yeah. Yeah. Or Sandman. Did Sandman, they? Yeah. I think they mentioned something about canceling Lucifer, didn't they? Well, it's... Like actually canceling it. It's canceled, but just, all yeah. future printings of it are going to be under DC's right. black label. Or maybe not. Maybe it'll be DC, which is also, oh, I don't know if it quite fits DC either, though. Yeah. It's mm. weird. I wish. Why the Last Man? Yeah, it's Why the it Last was a Man. Good, yeah, that one I don't know where I can't classify Why the Last Man. Well, no. We were also talking about their young adult thing versus yeah. their middle kid thing. It's like, so you really, you don't have just three labels. You've got three labels. One of them breaks off into two. So when when is it going to be that you're bringing back the Vertigo label to slap That's, on things? Like, I feel like this is just something you're going to do later on. Why change it? Agreed. Or is this the whole new Coke thing? Yeah, I was just going to say, say new Coke. Literally. Yeah. Is it, are we just doing new Coke? Are <laughs> Which, we, by the way, is coming out again. Yeah. Of course it is because it, it works. I didn't like it the first time. You know, so yeah. it's one of those things where I think feel like that's that's the level we're yeah. getting to. Well, and then like, it's a marketing play. It's a marketing mm-hmm. play. And it's, and it's so silly to me. Like, yeah. I don't know. And then like we, you and I discussed, Joe, the young adult, they have young adult in middle right. grade. No kid's going to want to read the middle grade one. They're like, well, no, I want the one that says adult in it. Right. Yep. That's what I want to read. We, all, all kids usually don't go, oh, I just want to read what's meant for me. No. no they mm-hmm. want to see if they can read the thing that's like, you know, oh, they're not supposed to be yeah, reading Yeah, they want to push yet. the boundaries. So they're going to see that young adult one go, well, that's what I want to read. Oh, but the middle grade one's meant for you. I don't want to read it. Yeah. Yep. Do you have any thoughts on this, Jen? <laughs> <laughs> um... You know, from I just, a, I mean, I'll, I don't, 
Look, I mean, I don't work in the shop. That's what I mean, like so, from your perspective. I mean, from my perspective, it just seems weird when I haven't heard a lot of good press about Black Label and to sit there and take something tried and true like Vertigo. Like, I know Vertigo. And like he said, when I first came into the shop, I was like, I really don't want to read like Batman. <laughs> <laughs> sure, it, the animated series was like my bread and butter coming up, um, but vertigo and like image and all that stuff is where i sort of got started and so to sit there and be like i probably would have been really hesitant to pick it up mm-hmm. if you had been like here's why the last man and i'll be like but it's i mean like you said it's it's kind of superman there's, a, there's an expectation yeah. yeah and you know and all the other black label stuff i've heard of has been like look it's a dick <laughs> Thank God this week's Black Label book didn't have a dick. I was really hoping I it was would. hoping it would. I was, I'm offended because it's there was drawn no by uh, Ramita Jr. So we all kept joking it would just be a block. It would just be a you know, just a, a rectangle. rectangle. <laughs> That's what Superman's dick would look like anyway, right? I mean, I bet you it's beautiful. I mean, it's only because I imagine Henry Cavill. I just yeah, I, I'm there. <laughs> I mean, I feel like Vertigo's established. And I don't understand Agreed. cutting it down. Yeah. I mean, if you don't want to release new titles under it and you just want to make it, you're printing out old, you know, Sandman or Lucifer, whatever. Swamp Thing. Mm-hmm. Swamp Thing. Well, I can I can understand them rolling Swamp Thing maybe back into DC, especially after the show. But um, just leave it be. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it just you. feels like it's complicating something that maybe didn't need to be complicated. It's yeah. like fixing a problem that... Wasn't a problem. Yeah. I, I do think I agree with you guys where they consolidated just so they can say, hey, look, DC's doing really well now. That yeah. Way they don't have to count Vertigo as a separate entity. Look how well Ex Machina and, and, and Preacher are selling for DC. I'm like, oh, okay, but. Yeah. Even though it already was DC, you still consider it something. Else. I don't know. I don't, I, again, I just I don't, don't like it. I don't like it. I just, yeah, I agree. <laughs> Is DC in a bad enough spot that they really need to do this? They've been having a weird thing lately. Um, They've been losing their market share a little bit. It, um, Boom actually has been kind of rising up. It, everybody you know it was Image for a while, but Boom has been kind of doing weird. And then they kind of hit the panic button when um, Immortal Hulk 17, I think it was, outsold Batman. Oh, no. So it's been a weird – they've been having a weird crisis of faith, I think. It's it's not like they're not doing well. Okay. It just – they. I, I see, personally, not- I don't have a problem with them consolidating these down. I understand the marketing purposes of mm-hmm. it. We're all still, we're all talking about it. How often do we all talk about fables and why the last man? And so mm-hmm. I, I feel like, to a degree, they're doing exactly what they wanted, which is people are talking about books that they didn't normally seek out, and that you had to go to a comic shop to actually find out you wanted to read. Like everybody knows Sandman, but not everybody knows Lucifer. Not everybody knows Preacher. And Preacher has a show. Lucifer has had a show. It's not, you know, it, it's still not stuff people seek out. Mm-hmm. So I feel yeah. like they're getting exactly what they wanted, and to un- to to redo this later, it's again going to be the same thing. Guess what DC yeah. is doing? So I don't mind it per se. I just think it's silly. Yeah. Okay. It just goes back to what you and I keep saying. They seem so rudderless right now. Yeah, they don't know what they're doing. They're just taking shots in the dark, and they're hoping. It seems from our end, and I think I don't know if from your end as a consumer. It seems from our end, it's like they're just taking shots in the dark, hoping one lands. Yeah. And I don't mind them taking shots. Hell, that's how you innovate. That's how yeah. you do anything. You just got to take shots. I just don't like, it seems like a rudderless shot. Like, a, like this really is a shot in the dark versus, oh, we might have, you know, we've, we've kind of, you know, tested this out a little bit. And then sometimes they, they do hit. And yeah. then lately, like, they hit. Like, you hit. And they're like, oh, we're not going to do it, though. No, no, no. You hit. Yeah, don't take no. the dick out of Batman. Seriously, just it keep sold that book. throwing penises in there. What yeah. Did it stop anybody from buying that book? No. No. 
you know. And any person on the internet who wanted to act like an a-hole about it and be like, well, I can't read this to my kids. It was never meant for your kids in the first place. Don't, (laughs) don't ice, you know, don't take a shot with Damned and ice it out a little bit. And then I ordered the Wonder Woman Damned book two years ago at this point. Yep. And the Superman one before it was a Frank Miller Superman book. And now it's here. If you're going to commit to Damned, if you're going to take that shot and that shot hits, commit to that shot. Put out the other damn real damned stuff. We know because we've been to different industry things where DC had spoken or things that we've read about everything. We know because of some insider stuff that a lot of the things that they've taken a shot on, they have rolled back on very quickly and to an industry level was very just, it's like almost unacceptable. It's like you've completely. It was whiplash. You, you, yeah, yeah, you guys are freaking out when in reality, this is actually working out exactly how you want it to. I don't personally care that Batman has a penis. I don't think it's a big deal. No. Everyone on the internet that's freaking out about it, good. People are talking about a Batman it's, comic. It's the Batgirl cover. How It's the Batgirl cover, the all, Batgirl over cover all over again. Yeah. It, that was the most ridiculous garbage when people were rolling that back and freaking out about there being a woman in distress on a cover. When in reality, it's like, yo, that, that there's so much worse we've done. And that there's was so, the most Batgirl had been talked about in forever. Since Gail Simone point. was coming onto it. Yeah. And even then, the book came out and nobody cared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they, they ended up, the, if you don't know, Jen, there was a couple years ago, more than a couple, I guess. Yeah, it was yeah. a while ago. Uh, where they had Batgirl. Thing. And the thing is, the people, like we said, the people complaining, the people who complained about Batman's penis, the people who complained about Batgirl, the people who complained about Spider-Woman, they were never the ones reading the book in the first place. Yeah, it was just like the They're, Monaro covers, yeah, with Spider-Man, mm-hmm. like Spider-Woman. Yeah. It, there's a whole, you, you book an artist who does a certain style, and the style is maybe a little more sensual. Maybe the style is a little more sexy. Who cares? How, maybe it's more violent. Maybe it's Frank Miller. You know, you, you book an artist to do their style. They do their style. You show off some, like, you know, some sketches of it and be like, look at our cool cover. And the internet goes insane and goes wild. And people are like, I'm never buying one of these books again. Those people didn't buy those books in the first place. They never bought them in the first place. And the it's people a variant. Who are, the, the people who are freaking out about not wanting that cover didn't read comic books. Most of the people freaking out about it never had to step foot in the comic shop. They're just angry that a picture of Batgirl bloodied and, and very beaten up was going to be a cover. And how damning that is to, to women everywhere. It's like, Even though it was an integral part was, of her story. Her story is her being crippled by the Joker. Yeah. It and her recovery from that. It is a big deal. Yeah. And, and how cool she was afterwards. Like, I, and I hate saying it. Like, I loved Oracle far more than I Same. ever loved Batgirl. I, I, like, I loved Batgirl. And I loved but Batgirl. I loved other Batgirls besides Barbara. Exactly. And Barbara yes. was Oracle. And, and yeah. it, but, but what it a all, message. It all falls back into the same thing. It's marketing. And instead of taking that marketing and taking that people are talking about Batman and people are talking about Batgirl and people are talking about this as an awesome, we just got to an even better influencing, you know, m- millions of people more. And we're going to keep putting this book out. Be angry. Don't buy this book if you don't do it. Buy it and burn it. You're still giving us money. Yeah. You know, like really, like, instead of doing that, they go, we're really sorry. We didn't mean to hurt anybody's feelings. And we're going to take this back. We're going to take all of it back. We're going to take everything bad out of all of our books. And it's like, no, you, you, you made Black Label for adults. Yeah. And it's not like it was gratuitous. It, it wasn't. Was, it was very much, this, is, this is very symbolic. This was a message like, look, this is, this is Bruce feeling his most naked, his yeah. most right. vulnerable. And then he's also, you also see him naked. And that was where the only times you actually saw him, which was what the three panels or whatever. Yeah. And it's actually as he's solemn, he's just walking around. Well, like one, he's just sitting in a chair alone. Yeah. It's like he's naked and emotionally vulnerable and emotionally naked, physically naked in a place that it's probably the only place, his cave in his house, where he feels safe enough to be vulnerable. Vulnerable. I would feel very different about that specific, him having a dick. If he was banging Catwoman. Yeah. And it's just because I don't need to see that. Yeah, exactly. I know they bang. We cool. Yeah, that's gratuitous. But, but that's gratuitous. And, and exactly. that's the thing is if I saw a character's boobs, I wouldn't go, oh, man, you're just drawing boobs for boobs. No, sometimes women just don't want to wear a bra or was, maybe they just don't. You know don't. what? Actually, Frank, funnily enough, Frank Miller, who is not always on this, 
most of the nudity in, in Sin City, it's like, no, it actually is it's kind totally of part okay. of the story. Yeah, it is. Hell, These women who don't care and men who don't care. It's yeah. In the second issue of Batman Damn, where it's very clear this was supposed to be Harley Quinn's boob. Yeah. It was. There was a reason for it, though. It was a, holy crap, she's actually going to attempt to rape Batman. Yeah. Like, holy she's crap, she's Batman, actually she's trying. She's even that and much she, more unhinged. And, and she's so much more unhinged because she's doing this out in the open, you know, every, you know, and you're, you're seeing this from Batman's perspective because it's also a lower shot. And it's like, holy crap, this is about to happen. But, you know, without that, I mean, you can very, very clearly see that they just painted you can even over see the it. nipple shape and what should be. And, and it <laughs> is from Batman's perspective because her face is drawn like extra horror. It's almost like Bat- it's you're seeing it like Batman going this. This is going to happen. It's going to happen. And it's horrible. Yeah. And the people who complain like, I can't read this to my kids. Taking the dick out of Batman Dam didn't mean you could read it to your kids. That's the dick was the least the reason why you could not read that to your kids. Yeah, it how was sad is it that you're trying to make it? Make, you know, nudity is where you need to draw that also, line. Also, who the yeah. hell's reading who the comic cares? to their kids? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My mom had ever said, "I'm going to read you a comic." I'm like, no, 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 you just give me the comic. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? The pictures are half the fun. It's a picture yeah. book. What are you, get out of my room. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, sure. That's <laughs> sorry, we went to such a sorry. weird place with we that. Went to a weird place, but. Vertigo, it is what it is. I'm sad to see it go. Same. Uh, hopefully, it, it does help their sales because I'm sure that's what this is for. And I, I'll be I, ho- sad I hope it does work. In, I'll be sad when we get in the first printings that no longer have Vertigo on. Yeah, them. I agree. I'm like, I agree. Aww. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's go on to let's see what Flash. Flash been uh, just been announced oh. that it's going to come out in 2022. 20. Okay, so it's going to film in 2020, the end of 2020. Okay. To hopefully come out in 2021 because they had to push it back so he can film. Fantastic Beast Three, which in itself got pushed back <laughs> because they had to prepare for it more. I'm like, we didn't even prepare for it. You, you knew when you made one, you were making four. Whatever. Yeah. This film is never coming out. I'm sorry. I almost don't want it to anymore. I want them to like really commit to something before it even comes Agreed. out. Agreed. I mean, yeah. I I know we're we're kind of in that gray area where they haven't officially been like, none of the Justice League stuff matters. I can't. But, as soon as Robert Pattinson I mean, was cast, I think that was the sun yeah. setting on Henry Cavill as Superman. Yeah. yeah. Which so, is sad because Henry Cavill is He was a great Superman. Amazing. He could have been amazing. Well, he could have been had they he let him been. be. Yes. Yeah. Like, and I think and you've got a weird thing where like now Suicide Squad is being rebooted, but you have a spinoff coming out to a movie that no longer happened. Yeah. Yeah. Alongside the reboot of said movie. Yeah. And then for me, it's like Flash should have already been out then. If oh, you were going to do a Flash, him and Aquaman should have been the first ones. I was about to say, it's just like Aquaman. I still don't understand why we're still doing the Reef. The trench. Yeah, why are we doing trench, the trench? Why are we doing is. that? And not just I'm- Aquaman, too. <laughs> like, I get your plan. Like, I, I, I completely understand plans. Yeah. But as soon as something blows up, that blows up your plan as well. You know what? Not to pit the two against them. You're Marvel. You have enough successful movies. You can do a weird chance, like, take the trench. I was just going to say, if we hadn't seen Marvel do weird movies in between exactly like if you if we saw avengers right and after avengers didn't know that there would be six or seven movies before the next one and and we don't know the six or seven movies if we if we didn't have that to compare this to because ant-man is a weird movie it is that is not dr strange is a really weird movie like there's some guardians 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 is a weird movie you're you're, we're taking these we're, we're looking at this from a world where we know you can do the weird movies perhaps you design your universe first well you can do them after you've had your universe hit right and you had aquaman hit do an aquaman 2 if you want your trench fine do it after aquaman 2 get your 
follow up to your hit out. Yeah. Especially when you have Shazam that didn't resonate, unfortunately, even though we liked it. Yeah. It just apparently didn't resonate. It made it left theaters making less than the first Ant Man. Um, oh, we hurts. said it. And Ant Man was good, yeah. but it deserved to make more than Ant Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, maybe you should stop putting your Christmas movies as a summer movie. I just feel like, yeah. that, like you just said, just don't <laughs> I'm sorry, do you just the keep... trench. Yeah. No, I, I, absolutely. The trench is a plot line for Aquaman 2. That should mm-hmm. be Aquaman 2, the trench, and yeah. make Aquaman 2 more of a horror bend. Yeah. Maybe it is. Maybe maybe we're maybe we are reading what we read because we only have a tiny bit of the information. Maybe it really yeah, is. Fair and maybe we get lucky, and the trench really is just code for. The I hope so. Movie. I hope so. Uh, James Wan is not talking about it that way. I know. Um, and again, the Flash has already been out. The Flash yeah. was not a bad oh. part of Justice League, actually. No, I thought I'd, I hate him a lot more because I didn't like his bit in BVS. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually enjoyed him in Justice League for what he was. Do yeah. a Flash movie. I, I, Do a cyborg movie. I was gonna say. Yeah, I, I would, can't believe I'm saying. Yeah, I, I would love a cyborg. movie. Agreed. He was, I think, the the biggest uh, breath of fresh air. Agreed. On that Poor entire guy. thing, having he to deserves... act all that terrible CGI, and he still killed it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Am I the only one here who doesn't really like Ezra Miller? Oh, I don't either. Mm. I actually only like him in the Fantastic Beast movies, be only because he's supposed Cause it, to be kind of weird. It fits yeah. the weirdness. He I, I'm not me. a. He's he's just not my jam for Flash. I, I don't understand. I, mind you, Flash is not my forte. I don't mm-hmm. like love the Flash, but I don't hate the Flash. And I have a very hard time understanding what Wally Berry mix that's supposed I, to be. He is never who I would have picked for Barry Allen. Uh, yeah, yeah, like I don't. Agree. He is never who I would have picked I for don't, Wally. I'm just not about that life. So I see him and I'm like, you know what? Just recast him and make this movie. Please, just. You're going to do Barry? You could actually put someone like, I hate to give him a movie finally. Army Hammer would make a Army good ha- Barry. Army Hammer would be great as any superhero. Yeah. yeah. Like, it doesn't matter what <laughs> superhero like, it would be. Like, it's a I would, top pick for I, a lot of superheroes. Just give him a chance. I, I, I love him. I would have loved to have seen him as Batman and yes. still have Henry Cavill as Superman. That way, you could just do your, your Man from Uncle yeah. 2.0. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> give me Man from Uncle 2.0 with superheroes. But, like, I would have put him as Barry, kind of a more stick up the mud. Or, in, or if you want to do a Wally, honestly, cast Zach Efron. Yeah. Dye his hair red. There's your Wally West. Or. Adam Brody. Yeah. I don't like him either, but yeah. yeah. He would be fine, is it? Yeah. I uh, I don't know. It's a whole I just, story behind yeah, the jet. Because he almost played the Flash. Oh. He would have done well. But again, if you're going to... I, I agree with you guys. I think if you're going to do The Trench, you name it Aquaman 2, The, the Trench. trench. Like kind of like how Captain America. Okay, then Captain America 2, Winter Soldier. You know, you're still having it as your main line, but mm-hmm. then you're branching out. Yeah. Ant-Man and the Wasp. You have... You have all yeah. these things that you that you did, and you just reiterated on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and don't don't do like, because reports from like the people working on it are that the trench that Momoa will be in it in a cameo capacity only, because they want it to be this separate thing. And it's like oh. no, it's got to be the sequel. But yeah, I mean it, it is what it is. Um, I hope it comes out sooner than later. I I just the Flash has had so much trouble. I feel like <laughs> they've gone through a billion directors, a billion writers. They've been pushed mothball that movie. Yeah, for now. I mean, uh, yeah, I. What Joe said, recast. Just recast him. And go. Yeah. Well, I kind of hope. All right, so this is a little out there, but the new Joker movie coming out. I hope it does really well, and I yes. hope it pushes them to just else worlds. Everything. Everything. Uh-huh. Just everything. I want nothing to be connected. I want it to be a crazy, messed up multiverse. Just because. I mean, so many comics, like especially superheroes, they separate them anyways. Yeah. Like we know mm-hmm. they're in the same place, but they don't really like. You know, interact. And then then you you could could, every once in a while be like, hey. Yeah. Then you could still do a Justice League movie using all those actors too. 
Mm-hmm. Do I have to go, oh, but they're all connected? Go, no, now this is a Justice League movie. They yeah. have their own separate history. Moving on. Yep. Go. Well, I mean, basically, I think that I would have preferred to have all the individual movies and then Justice League. Yes, I think. But I think yes. I think that's kind of what I'm yeah, getting Yeah, they, they were rushing the bullet a little bit there. <sighs> Speaking of rushing, I know I sound like a broken record, but Superman Red Sun. Yeah, oh. that's all I ever want. Joe and I are always mm-hmm. like, just that's do it. That's just all do I ever want. But, but I, I do think a Superman Red Sun would be so much more impactful if you if already had, well, not just Cavill, but if you already had a couple of, you already seen what this Superman is. Yes, you'd have to have a couple Superman movies first. I yeah. would love for the Flash to be the bridge. I would love for there to be Agreed. eight or you you mean, know, ten. You Give mean me, because he can run through? Because he can run through different dimensions. It would be so weird. cool to have him have these <laughs> three or four Elseworlds movies happen, mm-hmm. and they completely have nothing to do with one another. There, they are just not. They're not even using the same characters. Nothing, and then have that guy in the background in some of it. Have or just you, a uh, or an after credit sequence. Yes, like just, with Nick Fury. Just exactly. you have him. He just, can be Nick Fury. We can yeah. have that, and we eat our cake too because you can get a, a Flash guy in there. He's doing some things, and then you can also have your bridge between all exactly. the exactly. And you can even write it where in the Flash's movies he is the only hero in his universe. In superhero in Superman's movies, Superman is the only hero, and Flash just goes to every dimension and collects that dimension's hero. Boom. Yeah, you could do that as well. There that, you go. It, that, that's that's that way you can explain why you don't see them cross over. Oh, they all are in their own world. Yeah. I think that's a genius idea. I think. Dude, I'd just watch like that it. guy who plays the Flash in the TV series to be Flash. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> like for real, that yeah. guy is great. They never will. And I don't even yeah. like the Flash, and I think that guy is the like, same reason why when they were talking about that Green Green Arrow movie and they were saying they weren't going to cast Stephen oh, like, he's right? already Stephen Green Arrow. Yeah. Give him the person, goatee. People have been sticking with that. Terrible, terrible show for years. And because of him, it because was him. It's absolutely because of him. It's just like Supernatural. It's like, oh, we're going to do a Supernatural movie, but not have the two guys from Supernatural. <laughs> yeah, it would, then it, that movie would just... I mean, they even had to bring them into the anime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, an, <laughs> There's a Supernatural anime. It's great. Is it, though? It actually kind of is. Really? Like in a, in a dumb way. Yeah. Oh, okay. Speaking of anime... Anime? Anime. I hate you both. <laughs> Japanimation? Japanime. <laughs> oh. uh, Evangelion was finally released to Netflix after a ten-year lapse in uh, in licensing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It might have only been eight. I can't I think remember. It actually, may have been ten. I think it might have yeah. been ten. But uh, either way, it's uh, finally on on streaming for the first time. So a lot of people are able to experience it for the first time. <laughs> Which it for me, I think it's a good thing. Oh, it's always Agreed. good when you know when people rediscover old things. Yeah. Um, there is a new dub though. It's weird. It's weird. However, uh, Lewis, um, our friend Lewis, or our coworker Lewis, he, uh, he's never watched uh, Evangelion. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm interested okay. in hearing this. So he's never watched Evangelion. Um, I've always told him, hey, you need, you should probably watch Evangelion. It's a really good anime. Yeah. And so uh, he just hasn't gotten around to it. So then once this was finally announced earlier this year, I was like, hey, this would be a perfect time for you to watch it. Mm-hmm. You know, do it. This was before I found out there was a new dub. So then, I've you know I, I watched a little bit of the episodes, and I'm not a huge fan of the new dub, but I wanted to see what it was like for somebody new. So I went to Lewis. I was like, "Hey, Lewis, what do you think about the show?" He goes, "Oh, it's actually pretty good. You know, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm on episode. I think he said four or five. Uh, you know, it's going pretty well." I was like, "All right, well, what do you think about the voices?" He's like, "Oh, they're fine." So I I because he's not used to because he ones. doesn't know what the other voices are, and so I think as a new watcher, it's fine. But mm. me as a as an old, old, old person who has watched this since it first came out, and I rented it from Tate. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> back when we used to have a rental section. 
Um, it's it sounds weird to me. Shinji sounds like a girl. Well, I was gonna the say the very first scene. We put the first episode on. Yeah, and That's what I said. it was Joe, Brian, Nakia, and I up front, and we heard Shinji. Actually, I think you had just walked away. No, no, I was standing yeah, there. I'm the one that said, "That's a girl." And yeah. Shinji spoke, and all of us at once went, "Ooh!" Like we Joe's all like, audibly were like, "Uh oh!" And Joe's like, "That's a girl." <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that, it is. And, and to be honest, I don't think it changes much if they did change change Shinji's gender. I don't think it does a damn no. thing in the show. Well, and it's not a girl in that like, yes, Naruto is voiced by a girl, but Naruto doesn't sound like Luffy voiced a girl. by a girl Luffy doesn't sound doesn't like a sound girl. Like Bart Simpson's voiced by a girl doesn't sound like this sounds like a girl. Yeah. Uh, a kind of breathy girl. Yes, all the all the voices in this are a lot more breathy. Oh. Like Masato is very well. It depends on the scene. She's all over the place. She's all over the place, but it depends on the scene. But if there's like no action going on and she's just talking like a normal person, she's very much like this. She's just... like a phone sex operator almost, where oh. she's just like like not everything that she's saying is just completely flirty and 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 whatnot. Even when she's saying none of those things uh but 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 then Which it's does perfectly change fine. the context of the scenes though a little it bit does. When she sounds like she's flirting with shinji it's like yeah whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah yeah but then you get to like battle scenes and she's actually being like commanding commanding masato and it's completely fine i am hurt by her voice personally yeah. <laughs> joe loves masato oh. that is my favorite character and it does not work for me I my favorite just character watch is fine. japanese yeah 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 that's because right. oscar's, oscar's real close yeah. oscar uh, you know what i'm not gonna lie to you i can close my eyes and for the most part it almost sounds like oscar I'm like, wow, it's, they got close. Yeah. I feel like every person except for Shinji is trying to do their best impression, impression. of what the other voice actors sound like. I haven't heard Ray's voice yet. Ray's is Ray's. It's Ray. nobody can be Amanda Winley to me, no. but Ray doesn't talk, so it's not really that hard to be a demure, quiet, Ray's shy person. Ray's is, I think it's the chick that did, uh, she sounds like the chick from Ergo Proxy almost. Okay. Um, Ray's is Ray's. It's, it's, yeah, it's fine. It's exactly what you just said, Joe. She barely talks, and when she does talk, yeah, she's just talking fine. like this. Yeah, we got up to, I think, like, episode okay. 8 or 10 or something like that. At some point, I had to turn it off because I was up front, <laughs> and it's giving me anxiety. because I wasn't watching, but I was bringing customers up, and there's a lot of, like, wah, 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 and alarms, and it was just giving me anxiety. I'm like, no, 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 I got to <laughs> stop. I got to stop. There were so many times, because I know the anime extremely well. I used yeah. to watch it at least two or three times every year. And uh, and so as I'm hearing it, like I'm ringing up customers, or I'm helping other people out, and I'm hearing, I'm like, who the hell is talking right now? <laughs> like, oh, it's Masato. Oh, okay, it's it's this person. All right, that was that was really weird. It was bothering the. And then me. and then the difference because we had it on since we had it on the show on, in the store, we had it the dub on, and then we also had subtitles on underneath it. The subtitles and the dub do not match almost whatsoever. No, <laughs> they're like. Roughly getting the same point across, but, but the words being yeah, they're drastically different. So I was curious. So is the dub different from the original dub? Yeah, yeah. Yes, it's a brand new dub for Netflix. No, no. I know it's new voices and stuff, but if they like, uh, it's a different. It, it's a little bit of a different just, translation as well. Okay, because I, I Joe nailed it. Joe, what did you say? You think that the voice actors for this one are far more aware of what they're oh, actually yeah. saying? Yeah, we were we were talking about it like after the third or the fourth episodes because we weren't obviously we're not really watching it. We're we'll you know helping customers. We're tuning and stuff. in and out. Yeah, but what we could hear of it, I kept thinking. I feel like it's going to change a lot because when Evangelion first came out and they were dubbing it, it was coming out on VHS. You got two episodes per thing. It came out once per month. It took an entire year to come out. Yeah. yeah. So in the course of that year, they had already dubbed it, obviously. But I don't feel like the original voice actors were given anywhere near as much, hey, this is kind of what's going on. I feel like they were given scripts. This is scripts. the point of what you're saying. They were, yeah. they were told, actually, don't be very very com concise with what you're saying try and be a little more general and mushy about things because this is this anime is more about what you as a viewer it's about what you think more than what's happening yeah. so it's about how you feel it's subjective 
So ultimately, I feel like the voice actors now, with just the few parts of it that I did get to mm -hmm. pay attention to, I felt like there was so much more context put into what they were saying because they know where they're going with things. They know about the other movies that have come out since then. They know about the OVAs that happened, the other movies that happened after the original There's more series. direction here now. I feel yeah. like there's, they know where so much is going that it's an easier way to just take that road. And I feel like that's yeah. part of the problem too is that they already know. The original voice actors didn't even have any movies to go off of. They didn't make those yet until yeah. they were done. Yeah. You know, you hear Masato <laughs> say something in the original dub. She just said it, whereas now she says it foreboding or with a foreshadowing because eventually that thing that she said that seemed like nothing in the original dub is going to end up meaning something way more down the line. So now in episode two, she says something a little more solemn, a little more foreboding. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Because I, she I don't knows know. the point. You, like what you, yeah. you, I think when you said that, I was like, oh my God, that's it. they, you know, weird, it's a negative, but not really, I guess, but it is. They know the point of what they're saying. So now they're putting more into things that in the original, it kept you guessing because it was about your perspective. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just different. And I, I don't I don't personally like the new dub very much. I also have not given it a chance. So that's really unfair. Agreed. Yeah. And I will probably sit down and give it the whole 24 episodes. I'll, I'll give yeah. it a 26. Episodes. I'll give 26. it the whirl. I'm only going to give it 24. I don't like those last two episodes. <laughs> I don't either. But I really love watching everybody clap. It just cracks me up. <laughs> so congratulations. I, I remember watching that originally and thinking like, holy crap, how much of your animation budget did you lose? Which, in humor being what it is, that is exactly what happened. The, yep. Your face, so basically the last few episodes of Evangelion. No, 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 no. I actually, she hasn't, she hasn't watched it yet. It. That's oh, why okay. I look confused. What, I, what I've said out loud will ruin nothing. You're yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, it wasn't a taller plot. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was just saying they, they lost their budget, so it's different. Super oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of love that when you get like a season one of something that obviously did not take off in Japan. And you just watch the you, animation, <laughs> just like, just freaking episode by episode. Just but enough about Witch and Robin. Off. You can see where they blew their load on everything. Like yeah. you could, you literally watch it and you're like, this is the. It's, there's stuff that we watched recently because when we, we were, Brian and I all rewatched the show from here and there. Yeah, I, we haven't done it in a few years, which I really kind of want to because we have watched yeah, the movies. I've really been in the mood to rewatch all of it. Yeah, but some of the animation completely stands up to today's standards. Some okay. of it is so well done that all they had to do when they redid their DVDs back in the early 2000s, or sorry, when they made DVDs in the early 2000s, they redid the color. That's the only thing they touched up so they could make it digital. And mm -hmm. it looks gorgeous still. Some of the animated sequences are still as beautiful as they yeah. were on day one. Yeah. They stand very, very well, which makes the opposite happen too. When you see those sequences, you're like, yeah, that's right. Kill them Avas. This is crazy. Look at them robots doing all that shit. No. When they ran out of money, that makes those sequences way worse. You realize how many seconds you've spent on the same animation cell. It's not yeah. good. You realize how long you've been looking at that elevator. And, and, and that was the point. The elevator was supposed to be really awkward and weird. You were, as a viewer, supposed to get it. But at the same time, yo, they ran out of money. At some yeah. point, that elevator became a lot more heavily dependent. Yes, they did. Oh, you're like, wait a minute. Yes, they did. I actually don't know why we're here now. <laughs> Yeah, there, there's definitely a couple of sequences which which do benefit from nothing happening. Mm -hmm. And then you have the other ones which are like, all right, let's, let's go. <laughs> Let, let's move it along. Hey, literally, while you're doing this elevator scene, there's actually a lot of shit happening yeah. that we know about happening outside. Could you show that? No? Okay. We also discovered how sad it is that many there's no end theme song. Fly there Me to the not. Moon is not yeah. playing. Yeah. Probably because they couldn't get the rights to yeah, it. Yeah, because um, when it was first airing, uh, there was a different version of Fly Me to the Moon at the end of almost every single episode. I think it was every other or something I like think that. Some two. of them it was, yeah, yeah, roughly every two. But it was always Fly Me to the Moon, but in a different uh, different, different singer, a different beat. Genre. Beats, type of yeah. genre of music. Yeah, so it was actually one of those great, one of those things where it's like, 
all right, I'm going to sit through the credits. I haven't seen, you know, I haven't watched this one or I haven't heard this one before. Let's do it. And so it was helping that along as well. And then the opening theme song is always going to be one of the best theme songs ever. It is. Cruel Angel's thesis is amazing. I, I always want like with Netflix now where you can skip the intro. I want you to like hit it and it just go, no, like, <laughs> no, <laughs> you you're listening to, to this. No, you're listening to this. I don't care. You're going to listen to this 26 times. It's worth it. <laughs> 24 for you. Yeah, 24 for me. <laughs> but yeah, I think ultimately even with the dub being weird, and it is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, the weird thing about it is all the ancillary characters they kind of got. Yeah, for the most part. But a lot of the background characters are like, oh, you actually sound good. You sound either the same or as good. But at the end of the day, it is good that a new generation oh, a, of course. is going to get to have this. Hopefully, it opens up more anime to be at the fingertips of the new generation. Yeah, I mean, I own the series like four different times. And then that was before I even... I haven't met Mary Jo, so now we have it a couple more times. Yeah, I have everything except for the VHSs. I got rid of this a long time ago. You know I'm miss? sad about it. So, I mean, I already could have watched it 10 different ways over, but now that it's actually on digital, I think, you know, it even helps it even yeah. more, yeah. even for myself. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm on Netflix. I'll just give it oh, a Oh, yeah, there's, there's definitely good nights when I'm like, I want to watch Constantine. Oh, I don't want to get up, and I can see that I have seven copies of Constantine <laughs> where I kept forgetting I owned it. I'm like, it's not on Netflix. Guess I won't watch it. Yeah. I Guess do not have that problem. I, I love that you have seven copies. I kept forgetting I'd buy them, so I, I go know. to Walmart. Like, do I own this? Oh, it's only five fifty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I miss watching Ava at the church. Oh my gosh! So there was a there was a movie theater down uh, down south or you know, down here downtown, uh, yeah, downtown in Broward, and it was called Cinema Paradiso. I think it's still, still, still there. Yeah. I think it's still around. Right. Yeah. So they, they've changed since. They used to oh, be a yeah. church. It used to yeah. be a church. It's still it still used to be a church, obviously, yeah. but they've they've changed the inside. and made it way more swanky now. Like it's much more movie theater than yeah. obvious odd activity area. It, it's very weird. But we, we used to do things with them where we would bring anime movies once a month and they would play them. And it was like, oh, usually during the summer. We did about four, four months awesome. usually. Like we you did the first Naruto that. movie. Yeah. We did Evangelion's Tenge. first movie. We did Tenjo Tenge's first couple um, episodes. Um, I think we, we did the first four did, episodes uh, of Full Metal Alchemist. I think we did Paprika. We did, we, we did Paprika. Blue, we, did we did Paprika. Yeah. We did Bebop. So it, each year we would do a couple of them for a few years because the, the daughter of the guy who owned it was super into anime and she really liked, like she was into film and everything. And she asked, she came by and we were like, yeah, let's do this. It's great. It, they were like cool little mini cosplay meetups of like-minded like nerds like us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was great. It was so much fun. at least two Ghibli films. At least two. We probably did Totoro and Spirited Away. Yeah, I think Spirited Away was definitely. Like I think that. we did definitely yeah. the Spirited Away. Yeah, usually Totoro is the other go-to. Yeah. I want, I Dude, want this. Sorry, it, I, I, they it do, was actually super fun. Um, the was. big horror uh, movie festival. Yes, they yes, hold they it there. Yeah, and yeah. I went last year, and it's a nice theater. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's a good space. Yeah, and then uh, speaking of movies as well, with the Evangelion, uh, they finally are going to release the fourth movie, which is 3.0 plus 4. Uh, 1.0. No, they're not. <laughs> um, but there's, it's supposed to finally release next year in 2020, and they're going to release the, or they're going to show the first 10 minutes of the movie on uh, July 6th during a, uh, some sort of uh, festival in Japan. They're going to live stream it, and they're actually going to show the first 10 minutes of the movie. It'd be cool if they put that first 10 minutes on Netflix. Yeah. Like, <laughs> at the end of, like at the end of, of Evangelion, if you could watch the first 10 minutes, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, it would be pretty okay, awesome. Okay, how are we getting to watch this, Brian? No, I we'll, need we'll, we'll find a to way. watch this. We'll find a way. I mean, it's, it's July be 6th, the night, so, so it's going to be, and it's also on a Saturday. So it'll so be a, a Friday, a Friday for us, night for But us. we're also going to be possibly somewhere. Yeah, I know, but yeah, not at night. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. It's, I'm sure. I'm definitely going to be able to find it somewhere. You better. Uh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. 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 But yeah, the the rebuild movies finally after 
seven years or it, the last one was released in 2013 yeah so i was gonna say it was 2013 it's been i remember six years so seven by the time God, it comes movies out are so damn pretty too they are you know i was telling joe it's really weird because between now and the first time or by the time it eventually releases in 2020 supposedly and the first rebuild movie that was released it was 2007 it's gonna be 13 years wow however <laughs> when the <laughs> show first started airing was 95 so from the first episode in 95, uh, the first Rebuild movie was 2007, which was only 12 years. Oh. So there's been more time in between the first, mo- first Rebuild movie and the last Rebuild movie than there was between it first showing and the first Rebuild movie. Oh, no. It's, it's pretty weird. It's weird. <laughs> um, but uh, let's do one last thing. Uh, you guys both saw Chucky. So uh, give us, your, give us your, your quick, your quick, uh, quick uh, you know. What you it, was of it. Yeah. it was great. It was great. It was tons of fun. You just have to not, because I spoke to somebody who did not like it, and I was talking to them, and it's because they totally got hung up on like the logic. The pre, the, they were upset. Like the things that didn't bother me, I thought I was going to be annoyed that Chucky isn't a possessed doll. I thought I was going to be annoyed like with Mark Hamill's voice. I mean, Mark Hamill's a great voice actor, but after a while, Mark it's Hamill sounds Chucky, like though. Mark Hamill, and yeah. it's not. And they've been using the same voice actor for Chucky forever, yeah. so it seemed a little like shitty to not use him, but. It, <laughs> all worked out but they were like they didn't like that it wasn't like a more like it wasn't more to the yeah they were a chucky purist yes yes See, what an interesting phrase chucky <laughs> purist for me i know right i had a blast it was dumb fun and oh yeah i you know much like jen and i think i said this to you guys a couple times i was really worried that i was going to be kind of annoyed that he wasn't possessed because he's not there's not even like nope it's he is it's technology gone awry okay i was worried i was gonna i i I was worried I would go, why doesn't he, why did they change the way he looks? Why did they use a different voice actor? And then I realized, because there are still Chucky films coming out. This yeah. is a reboot of a franchise. Well, the franchise is still going on. In fact, there's a new one coming out on Netflix next year. And I realized, okay, so you have to differentiate. This isn't one of those differentiate, differentiate yourself for the sake of differentiation. Yeah. It's, we have to be different because the franchise is technically still running concurrent to this reboot. It was a ton of fun. I think what helped... I mean, me, at least me, I'm mm-hmm. sure you as well, would help me not care that Chucky wasn't possessed. I was okay with him being technology is the way they genuinely inventively used his technological thing. Absolutely. He had an ET finger. Yeah. <laughs> he could control through, with Wi-Fi pretty much anything that was connected to um, the network, the, the, mm-hmm. uh, the Alexa that made him essentially. Okay. So TVs, air conditioning, um, other Chucky do- or other buddy dolls. Oh. <laughs> Especially that damn teddy bear one. Uh, now y'all know why I'm not a huge fan. Teddy Ruxpin. I always told yeah. you to be evil. But they use the technology in really good ways. And Mark Hamill killed. He did. Huh. <laughs> and they did a cool thing of he was almost always animatronic. They very rarely mm-hmm. used CGI on Chucky. Which I really That's appreciated. Awesome. The moments when it was CGI was when they needed his hand to open or close very quickly. Like quicker gotcha. than you could get any animatronic to make a yeah. go Okay. Uh, how was Aubrey Plaza? She did a great awesome. job. She was yeah. awesome. She was yeah. a really cool mom. Yeah. Nice. She, she was, was very, very, like... Donna. Yeah. Yeah, I was about well, to say. Oh, I don't know about that, but... <laughs> Donna. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, See, that was another thing. I thought it would bug me that she was, like, she, you know, she doesn't play moms. So mm-hmm. I was, like, a little nervous that she would not yeah. be a good, like, fit for that character. Yeah. Totally fine, especially when you think about how much struggle the original mom had. Yeah, and, like, yeah. So th- they even make like a comment about it, like, "Aren't you a little young yeah, to have she, a son this age?" And she's, she's like, "I have a very productive 16th year, <laughs> 16th birthday." 
Uh, the one cool thing they do is the kid in the movie is deaf. Um, yeah. So he has a hearing aid. Okay. Made by Which that company. He's made by that company. Uh, so then Chucky's able to talk to him where no one else can hear him. Yeah. And That's I really. Kind of over cool. Wi-Fi. I was curious about like how far they were going to take the little boy being framed for all those murders. Pretty far. They but. took it pretty far. <laughs> they, they took it pretty far. Yeah. Kind of believably far because Chucky at some point. So the cool thing about it is, is that Chucky was a. So in the beginning, not to give too much away, but yeah, there's a guy who programs Chucky. Not even programs him. He removes any safeguard programming from Chucky. Yeah. Okay. But that's kind of all he does. Well, and then he killed himself. Well, but I mean, to yeah, the doll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he is a villain of the kid's own creation because they have him watch horror movies. They they uh-huh. almost, they teach him what he becomes, and because he said all his protections moved, including he doesn't have a sense of shades of gray. It's yeah. you're either bad or you're good. You either hurt Andy or you're friends with Andy, but you better not be his best friend because I'm his best friend. There gotcha. it is. Yeah. And he, he and so they so but he's kind of ends up being a thing of their own creation. So because of that, when he's setting Andy up, he's setting Andy up using things Andy has said and or done, yeah, or thoughts that Andy has had because he's recording everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, um, which ends up being real. Me- that was a fucked up scene because he kills a cat. Oh God, yeah. Because the cat scratches Andy, and he's like, "Well, I'm gonna take revenge on this cat. He hurt you. Yeah, yeah. Like, it hurt you. So he kills the cat. Andy finds it. They end up burying it, and he's uh-huh. freaked out. So Andy's going to sleep. And well, no. Cat- it's they're in a city. He throws it down the line. Well, yeah, uh, I mean, uh, Barry. Yeah, they throw the yeah. trash shoot. Yeah. So Andy's sleeping, and the Chucky doll just starts playing the sounds of him killing the cat. <laughs> oh yeah. While he's trying to sleep, and at first it's just like a meow, and then you hear like the cat being killed. Yeah. Wow. And Andy's like, and he's trying to tell the adults, but the adults, and it does sound. If I'm Aubrey Plaza, I'm gonna go, dude, really? Yeah. Especially because like it's like a defect doll, it doesn't even properly work. So it's like, no, it doesn't even work. What are you talking about? And uh, it's and some stellar deaths. Nice. Oh yeah, Ooh. I think I only cared about one of them. The table saw one was so good. Oh, I actually, I actually looked away. I just, I couldn't, I couldn't. They did this table saw one, and you know what the end of it has to be. You oh, know of course, it has yeah. To be, he's gonna fall crotch first on this table saw. Yeah. Oh yeah. And they drag it out over the course of like eight minutes. Uh-huh. <laughs> he ends up, it yeah. ends up flicking off his individual toes at some point. <laughs> it's like the. Uh, it was the, great. It's the hot tub time machine <laughs> of arms. It was. It very much was. <laughs> but yeah, the deaths were good. Mm-hmm. Um. Opry Plaza was really fun. Yeah, the kid was kids weren't annoying. Kids were really good. We were talking about it. All the kids in this movie were good, and I think I was saying I think we've hit this weird renaissance of like genuinely a lot of really good kid actors. And I was saying to Jen and our friends, I'm like, I actually think it's Jen says it. She thinks it may have started with Kickass a little bit. No, or no, that was Aaron that was Aaron. Who said that. It was Aaron. But then I said I think I'm like I think it, a large part of it is to do with Stranger Things because while Kickass was popular amongst us and it did make a lot of money, it still wasn't like yeah. Yeah, I think Stranger Things. It was one. Well, shit. If we're gonna have kid actors, they need to be at least as good as those kid actors, unless they are those kid actors. You know, like the kid Andy, which they're no longer kids. Yeah, (laughs) the kid Andy was really good, and I think I thought making him deaf would be dumb, but they use him being deaf in a really good way. Yes, and well, because and they also didn't do anything dumb with him being deaf. Yeah, like it wasn't like oh I can't hear like it was yeah, always was never like, like oh I'm deaf so now I can't hear Chucky because he almost always had that hearing aid in yeah and okay. the one time he didn't have it in Chucky attacked him he instantly grabbed it and put it right back in yeah gotcha. there was no like oh he's deaf now he's not gonna hear the train coming like none of that <laughs> okay I think the only time I've seen that used that I liked it was Hush but yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah they actually did like a good job of like yeah if you're gonna make him technology based you, mm-hmm. there's a scene with drones that all have uh, razor blades for for their propellers yeah and chucky just sends them into a crowd of people nice it's nice. kind of great so 
So you would recommend this movie is what yeah. I was hearing. I like, would recommend Child's Play. Just turn your brain just off. Just don't, don't get yeah. so, too wrapped up in it. It really is like, I think it's a really great example of like that 80s horror replayed yes. for now. Yes. It is all of our technology now. It's How a lot of our current How would you make Child's Play now? Yeah. Cool. It re- it's it's yeah. not a Chucky film. It is a Child's Play film. Well, and like in 80s, like you were worried about like that sa- satanic panic. Like, yeah. <laughs> All of your children's things are actually bad for you and your kids, and yeah. uh, you're ruining the childhood. Which is technology, you know? Yeah, so now it's technology. I will admit, though, the bingo ladies for that <laughs> lovely old woman were no help. They sucked. They yes. watched her get killed and they did nothing. did nothing. There's also a dope-ass RoboCop reference in the movie that Jen did yes. not get. Look, man, I did not. Because <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing, a little car dress up, it goes, dead or alive, you're coming with me. And the whole theater was like... Oh, and I look at Jen. She's like, I don't. I don't get it. I was like, it's a Robocop <laughs> reference, girl. Don't worry about it. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, uh, awesome, awesome, Woo. awesome, awesome. I'm a high pitched Brian. That's what I do. I hope next one is Tiffany. I hope it is not. Oh, that is my wish. Love Tiffany. Uh, I, I th- hope that the next one is a girl doll because they show at the end there's a yeah, buddy yeah. too that's like everything. Which I will say they make a sweet leprechaun reference and then show a leprechaun costume for yes, Buddy. Yeah. That's awesome. But I, uh, I believe the the director or the producer or the writer, one of the people who was yeah. the director, to, yeah. uh, was talking about how he would actually like to go into the bear buddies. The bear buddies. Yeah. <laughs> Which, to be fair, eh. Yeah. I, I want Tiffany. <laughs> I want, well, it would, act, okay, it would, we were talking about this. It would actually make sense. Your entire line two goes down beca- because it murdered a whole bunch of people. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe don't put out bears. Don't put out little boys. Put, out a, put out a little girl. Gotcha. All right. I think it would work. I do. And then not- I'm telling you, have Arlene Sorkinson do the voice so you can have Joker and Harley reunited on screen. <laughs> That'd be pretty great. Nice. Nice. You well, uh, oh, it's so creepy. <laughs> it's a good week, guys. Yes, yeah. good week of uh, lots of comic news, lots of anime, Japan anime news. Anime? Anime. Believe it. So <laughs> Believe it. Naruto. That's a uh, Sasuke. <laughs> and then Chuke. <laughs> Chuke. <laughs> no, he would get the Japanese. Chuke. <laughs> God, we had like. We're just gonna we're just gonna offend everybody. We just lost two followers. <laughs> oh no, we that's, only had two. That's fifty percent of our audience. Bye, Claro. You weren't listening anyways. <laughs> Hi, oh. Jimmy. <laughs> hey, Jimmy. <laughs> Did you get that thing I sent you? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, once again, we uh, we film live upstairs in Tate's Comics. Woo! Well, there's no fr- image Woo. films. No, no. Uh, powered by our friends, the Three Thousand Brigade. Woo! Yeah. Find us on social media, on at, Facebooks. The, find us on social media at Tater Talk 93 because some baseball player took Tater Talk. Well, it's kind of a generic-ish name. It's really not, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know, baseball player, I guess you can have it. Minor league, Brian. So are we. I'm major. I don't know what you're, <laughs> you're talking major. about. You're I established last podcast, I'm the ginger spice, I'm major. I'm so a little leaguer. I'm good. You're the major, you're I'm the minor. little leaguer. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm really surprised you didn't go a major in the minor. You know, that well, is one of my favorite movies. I know, that's why I was surprised. <laughs> no, it just wasn't right for it. Fair enough. Thor Birch was brought up and, you know, <laughs> it was just the right thing to do. This is all going right over Jen's head. Uh, but yeah, find us on the... Leaguer. Yeah, find she, us, find us, on, yeah. The, find us uh, on the gram. The gram. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Find Tater, us on the gram. Tater Talk 93. The gram. Talks I-G. Gram? Ig. I-G-G-Y. Iggy, Iggy, too biggy. 
<laughs> first things first, guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm the, the realist. realist. <laughs> first things first, I'm Sally Walker. <laughs> I'm Jessica Jones. No. <laughs> well, uh, once again, my name is Brian. My name is Anthony. My name is Jen. And I'm Joe. Have a great week, everyone. So long. Farewell. We'll be your bud. Oh. <laughs> Until <laughs> the day you die. <laughs>